Hello, viewers. We've watched Doctor Who this week. We did. Never do that again. Please be quiet. Oh. Yeah, we watched Doctor Who. This was Richard's idea. It was... Also, hi, patrons. Hello, patrons. This is Eric. So, I... In case I... you didn't know. Well, if they don't know, then I am very pleased that they're giving us money every month. But, um, yeah, so so we came to Doctor... I've never really seen much Doctor Who in the world. I've seen an episode or two of... Is it a reboot that they're doing now? Is it a... Not a reboot. You, but you know what I mean, like the new version of the series. So I know very little about it. All I know about it is a bunch of memes and things, and it's bigger on the inside and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And so my dad, for some reason, sent me a Doctor Who DVD, and Eric and I, I, I convinced Eric that we should watch it to get me introduced to it Doctor was, Who. It was a little bit of, of payback for Trek about, I think. Yes. Because I made Richard watch all that Star Trek. <laughs> continues. I, yeah, I... Uh, I mean, this was not a good episode. So... Or a good serial. So the serial we watched was called Destiny of the Daleks from... Daleks. Daleks. I can't say it right. Uh, 1979, I believe. I think so. Uh, Tom Baker as the Doctor Who. Yeah, so so this was pretty much, I think, one of the worst uh, uh, serials we could have watched. <laughs> there, I had no idea for most of it what the fuck was going on. Well, here, okay, so here, um, I'll give my little, since you gave your history with Doctor Who, yeah. I'll, I'll give my history with Doctor Who. So so um, I, I was in a relationship with, with uh, someone um, a while ago. Um, that was really, really into Doctor Who. A Whovian. Like, you know, the old Doctor Who, this was before the new Doctor Who was on the air. Okay. We were living together when the new Doctor Who came on the air in 2005, and that was like a big deal. And Now my understanding is it started in very early 60s? 63. 63, so predating Star Trek, of course. Um, By like two years. Made it till late 80s, then took a... Okay, so so yeah, sixty three to eighty nine, the show ran. Okay, so twenty six years. Uh, there was a TV movie that was made in nineteen ninety six. I think it was a co production from the BBC and Fox. Okay, um, I've never seen it. Apparently, it's not very good. And uh, then Russell T Davies, most notably of Queer as Folk fame, uh, um, re reconstituted the yeah. show. Uh, in 2005 and he was on the show for i don't know how long three four years left Stephen moffat took it over um but it's all considered to be one show essentially not for it's it's not like doctor who the next generation no i mean it is like it's a continuation of the story like it's not a reboot it's very much um but i mean i know that they have attached to the old show there are characters from the old one that appear in the new one that kind of stuff. They reference things from the pri- the prior run of the show. But the show also has the built-in because the Doctor is allowed to regenerate. It has a built-in re- re- uh, reboot to it almost. Yeah. And so, you know, I have sort of a working knowledge of Doctor Who from my time dating that man. And, you know, I, I don't... I've tried a couple times to get into Doctor Who. I watched most of... I think I watched the new Doctor Who for like six or seven years and then I just kind of got bored with it Mm -hmm. because it was getting very over the top and very broken at storytelling and it was just getting kind of samey. And now I sound like timey-wimey. All kinds of Doctor Who stuff. 
And so I, I have a bit of knowledge of it. I've I've seen some older Doctor Who serials that I think are, are pretty good. I mean, I haven't watched them in years, so who the hell knows? But uh, I have a revelation for Richard, which is that um, this little patron special experiment, I've started watching Doctor Who again for the past couple days. Oh, um, to try and and get back into Doctor Who again. Yeah. I don't know why I want to be into Doctor no, Who. No, but it feels like a thing because I, it and Star Trek have different production histories. Star Trek is several series. Star Trek is uh, franchised in different ways. Again, considering that the entire forty or fifty years of show that Doctor Who has are intended to be one very long show. You know, hiatus notwithstanding. Um, but th- I would disagree with that a little bit. But anyway, well, it doesn't really matter that much. E- e- either way, and even though Doctor Who was made a few years earlier, five years in the grand scheme of things isn't at that much longer of a time. And so the two of them have seem to have kind of the it's like star wars or star trek it's like star trek or doctor who it's it, it it's an association in a way it's considered well, I to I, be I, I i think that one of the reasons why i have so much trouble getting into doctor who is uh it, it's a very different the the old doctor who yeah. not the new doctor who i like the new doctor who i've watched six or seven episodes in the past couple of days it's good i remember why i started watching it yeah. all those years ago but i mean it certainly got its bad things farting aliens and uh, russell t davies sense of humor is not shared by me <laughs> and someone should have stopped him but um from doing certain things but it is it is very i don't know doctor who is very british yeah and, and doctor who i mean one of the things about well, doctor who and star trek to me is that they're not similar at all no I, at all like they're really really different i mean doctor who is an alien it is not a a um, you know, uh, it is not a show that has a lot of verisimilitude about it, like like Star Trek tries to sometimes, and it is also very representative, I think, of the two cultures. Yeah, well, I the think other the well, other thing about it is that um, they're 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 similar in that both the Doctor, his outlook on life, and the Federation's outlook on life is very similar. Mm. One of the things that is key to the doctor and key to the show doctor who is that the doctor respects all life has P you know, he doesn't like guns. He tries to have these peaceful, peaceful resolutions to things. He's fascinated. He's intellectually yeah. curious about things. And that's very similar to how the, the Starfleet and Federation operates. If the doctor met any captain, they would be immediately aligned in their goals. They would not, you know, they, they, they I'm would I'm sure not. there's been a TNG and doctor who crossover at some point. There's been a million fanfics, you know, but I think there was actually a novel or a huh. comic book or something. But anyway, I mean, I, I, I guess it's, now, I, I needed to have a lot of the premise of Doctor Who explained to me because Star Trek, you know, has a very obvious premise two seconds in. They're a vaguely navyish organization that's trekking among the stars and they have missions. I couldn't figure out why they're on this planet or what exactly his job is, who the lady that he's with was, you know, th- things like that. Um, well, Doctor Who is impenetrable to get into, I think, in a way that Star Trek is not. Yeah, you, again, you, there's a captain's log at the very beginning of a, do- of a Star Trek, which explains the premise very much. Yeah, I mean, like, the, 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 the serial that we watched, Destiny of the Daleks, again, is, is not very good. Um, it, it, it takes place at not the show's creative nadir, but close to it. 
Tom Baker is celebrated as as a lot of people's favorite doctor. Yeah. He's one of the best doctors. His, I knew the scarf. I know that's an iconic bit of the, the series. scarf, the hat. He is someone who I've seen other serials of, of Tom Baker's. I've never seen a lot of classic Doctor Who. Okay. But I've seen I don't know five or six serials or something, and I haven't watched them in years. Mm-hmm. But it is that. As I understand it, one of the reasons why Tom Baker was such a revelation as the Doctor and one of the reasons why he lasted so long, because I think he ran from like 71 to 79 or 80. Okay. I mean, he was the Doctor for a long time, is that he really did, um, his performance was very different from the other three uh, actors who played the Doctor before him. His was very much more improvisational. Okay. Um, his line readings were very strange. I mean, there were a couple moments in the third and fourth episodes of Destiny of the Daleks that were cracking me up with the way he was reading his lines. <laughs> And, you know, certainly by 7980, I think that that his performance, especially in this episode, was not yeah. great and was sort of verging on parody at this point. I, I, the structure of these four episodes is in there's a structure interminably in, 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 in t- terrible. And I don't understand what was going on at all. And, you know, so you look at this and you say, OK, this was not a good episode. This was not a good serial of original Doctor Who to watch because it's just not very good. And there's other Doctor Who out there that's much better. That said, I think this is representative of the stuff that people like about it, though. Yeah, too. I mean, like, so this isn't, you know, in, in other words, did I watch something that's the equivalent of third season Star Trek? No. Oh, of oh, oh, third season Star Trek? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know enough about it to really That's fair. make that determination. I would say probably not. I would I as my as my understanding is that the show really was really, really bad in the mid eighties. Mm. So and it had a brief creative renaissance right before it got canceled. Okay. So Yeah. Well I guess uh, I mean Doctor Who is British, it's English in a way that even a Star Trek having episodes with the comms and the Amrikans, that isn't quite as American as Doctor Who is British in a way. I mean, I think part of that has to do with Star Trek's aim towards being very cosmo- cosmopolitan and very much Earth as a whole. It's not really – Starfleet is is headquartered in the U.S., yes. It's well, very think- U.S. best, but it's – I don't know because I think you're you're conflating structure and 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 the way that the shows the the symbolism and the and sort of the attitude yeah. of the two shows because I think that Star Trek is very American in its attitude. That's fair. I think that Doctor Who is very is very uh, British in its attitude. Well, it's not a coincidence that Star Trek every episode and you know begins with a it is about a bunch of people in uniform on a very you know, on an elite sexy ship doing you know missions, and you have Doctor Who who is wearing a you know who hasn't who has a curly hair, a sweater on, a, you know, a scarf, and is fixing these broken equipments that makes no sense. Like it's it's very much, you know, he, he's much more of a putterer than anyone on Star Trek in a way. Like I don't, yeah. I guess that is you know do, does give a sense of this is what, not a professional operation. Yes, you know, this is one dude flying around. And I mean, like, well, the very. The way the series, the various series look, I mean, Star Trek was an actual professional production. Now, yes, it was, you know, this well, Doctor Who. So, so was Doctor Who. But it looks like it was made for about 75 cents. I mean, it's it's much, but the, the props are very obviously cobbled together. I mean, the, Dale- the Daleks guns are obviously a toilet plunger. I, I don't know why I'm defending Doctor Who so much. I, I, think I mean, that... I could see that. I'll have, well, I see that having a hell of a lot of charm, though. I'm not, I don't mean to say that's bad. I think can see why people love it 
I mean, part of the thing, part of the thing with Doctor Who and part of the thing with the way Star Trek developed is that, you know, part, I think part of the reason why, um, you know, Star Trek was obviously a commercial television show made on a commercial television mm-hmm. network with the goal to make money. Yeah. And they, they, you know, it was made relatively expensively for the time. It still didn't have an, as much money as it should have, but Star Trek looks a lot better than Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Who was really made on a shoestring budget. You have to remember that, you know, there wasn't a lot of money in the UK. Yeah, I was going to say, you can in tell. In the post-war period in you general. You can tell where the two countries were economically just by watching these things. Yeah, I mean, like, you, it's, it's, they weren't making this, um, not to say that they were making the original Star Trek to stand the test of time either, but it, just in the production quality of the two shows, you can really see that, you know, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, the BBC had a very state television mindset. Yeah. And, you know, yes, the quality of some of the serials is very good in terms of the scripts and things like that, but they weren't sinking a ton of money into this show. They never were really sinking a ton of money into this show. They probably didn't. They didn't seem like they had a lot of money to sink and didn't really see much of it back. So. Right. And one of the things that I told Richard that kind of shocked him a little bit was that, you know, this was not a prime time thing. You know, this was on at like five o'clock in the yeah. afternoon on Saturdays. So it, it wasn't real. I mean, it was certainly an ingrained part of British culture, but it's not like it was, you know, a, a, a prime time costume drama that the BBC was going to sink more money into, yeah. you know, especially at this point in the show's run when it had been on for you know sixteen years already. Like this was pretty much what you were getting with Doctor Who, and it was always kind of this. I guess the best, I, well, I guess the best analogy is kind of like I guess something like The Simpsons, where inexplicably it's still on for some well, reason I mean, and it's been on for almost yeah. 30 years and no one really knows why but South it's Park still on you know I was see I, I was at least comparing it in a lot of ways to Sesame Street in my mind in terms of I guess relevance to I mean because Doctor Who was more created as a kids show right than Star Trek certainly uh, originally was. it was yeah now obviously not it wasn't going for as young of an audience as Sesame Street is but in terms of I assume what they had to work with as far as budget and stuff and but Sesame Street is so much better in, in I mean terms if of you're quality. if you're really curious I have the first Doctor Who serial so we can watch I'm a few sure minutes we can of it. see but yeah, I think that I mean the interesting thing too is that yeah, Doctor Who was originally conceived as a children's television yeah. show. They were going to go through space and time, and they were going to go. They used to do these historical serials yeah. that had no science fiction elements whatsoever, and they quickly got rid of that concept because it just it, that was not what the sh- people watched the show for. Um, and I think the second serial was the first appearance of the Daleks. Okay, so there was you know this is why Destiny of the Daleks I think was was kind of a good episode and kind of not well, a that's good episode why to watch because yeah it's Daleks they're integral to the the charm and that's the, why I the thought it would be a good one yeah of of Doctor Who but at the same time you know it this particular do, this particular dalek serial is just <laughs> shitty well i guess you know i had a lot of questions number 1 is is so they meet up with this dude davros who created the daleks and we learned that they've been created did we know that yes have we seen Dial- davros before yes okay and they also mentioned a supreme dalek at some point we've seen him too 
Sure. <laughs> You're, I'm reaching the limits of my Doctor Who okay. knowledge here. I only know about Davros because I've seen Genesis Genesis of the Daleks, which is the first episode that Davros appears in, I think. Okay. And that was actually pretty good. Hmm. But that was also four years ago. So, I mean, four years ago in the in real 1975, life. not four years ago as in oh, okay. 2012. Um, yeah, and I, I, I don't... Yeah, like Davros is... I don't know. I... I I don't even know how much I actually want to talk about Destiny of the Daleks because no, I mean, yeah, they're, they're in in terms of theme and stuff, and you know, we don't really talk about that that much. Well, one of the things that I, I think would be a good way to to talk about um, Destiny of the Daleks and Doctor Who in general is that the the structure of Doctor Who is very unusual, and what I'm talking about is the serial nature of the show. Mm, yes. you know, I I can't think of another. I can't think of another show that that did this. No, I mean this is it seems comparable to like the movie serials, you know, Lone Ranger kind of things, Flash Gordon. Yeah, cuz they're like 20 25 minutes each. They they tell a story over 4 or 6 or 3 or yeah. 8 or 10 parts. Um they do a set number of episodes per season. I think they did like I don't know 16 or yeah. 18 episodes a season something like that. So that's 3 to 5 storylines. But it's a very strange way to do it and i think it it's genesis kind of comes out of the children's television origins of the show you know because you don't want to make something too long for children so 20 to 25 minutes seems like a good length you want to have them come back every week so you want to make it exciting so you end it on this cliffhanger and but i don't know that you know i think that in some respects um that was not a good it's not a good storytelling technique. Well, yeah. You get or, things repeated. You get things that they just have stories that they don't have enough actual story to, to, to make go over four episodes of the show, over 100 minutes. And, you know, this episode may have been good if it was a standard 45-minute episode of the new Doctor Who. I yeah. don't know. But when you do this sort of serial thing and you have to building these cliffhangers every week and you have to, you know, that's yeah. one of the reasons why I've always had trouble getting into Dr. Who is that people tell you, well, don't watch two or three episodes at once. Cause that's not how people originally watched it. And then you're like, yeah, okay. But Christ, I mean, how long is it going to take me to watch this? Thing? Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> that's why I think that, you know, when they made the new Dr. Who, it was such a good decision for them. It, well, it was made for a different, not, I mean, it, it started slightly before Netflix binging and stuff like that, but in a way, it kind of seems more friendly to the m- more modern well, it's, style it's, of watching. It's made like a television yeah. show is made now. You know, it's 45 minutes long and it's a yeah. contained story. Sometimes they have two parters, but it's not like they're doing this weird serial structure. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, we, we, it's funny how in a lot of, especially our Star Trek talk, I, I one of the things I said is I wish they'd serialized this more. I wish there were more arcs. I wish they had, uh, you know, paid attention to continuity more. And they're obviously doing this. Uh, the, the woman Rowena, Ramona, Ramana, Ramana. I don't know who the hell she is or what her role is or whatever. Like so. He takes on basically companions. And the stuff. doctor kidnaps young women and they travel together. But she is an alien and she can shape. I think she's a time lord. Oh, you want to get into that? Okay. So the doctor can regenerate when he dies. Yes. I think Romana's a time lord, and so she oh. can also regenerate because the doctor's a time lord. Does he have so beyond? Well, so so now here are some of my questions. Uh, does he have powers beyond regeneration? Like. What mind control? I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like he's 
genius at computers and fixing things, let's say, and he's very quirky. I mean, I don't think he can, like, kill people with the power of his thoughts or anything like that. Is he super strong or something? No, 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 that's not the point of the Doctor. Like, that's the thing, is, like, he's just, like, a he's, like, an alien dude, and he, like, uses his intellect.Eah, just particularly, I I get that he's particularly clever and... clever that's a good word it's yeah british he doesn't really um use yeah. physical means to, i was to thinking about what word would i use to describe hermione granger from harry potter yeah i harry potter exists harry potter <sighs> this is the episode where we lose all of our british fans isn't it yeah hello um yeah and so ipsy daisy i've messed it up again <laughs> yeah but i think that that a, a serial structure of a television show and serialization is very different. And, you know, certainly there were elements of the show that carried over between stories. Certainly there were characters that carried over between stories. I mean, when you have a television show that, that you know, is an ongoing television show. Yeah. An ongoing television show is going to have characters that you may not know who they are if you just sit down and watch yeah, an episode of the show. Um, that's just a common thing. And I don't fault. And, and And I do recognize that I'm coming in the middle. I can't fault them for not reestablishing who but I, I i guess in a in a general i'm i'm mostly watching this for differences between star trek and this and again owing to just star trek just has a much more simple premise in a lot of ways again you can well, immediately tell and even if you can't tell you have that nice little space the final frontier these are the voyages of the star trek enterprise and you know all you need to know about star trek the starship enterprise not the star trek enterprise <laughs> No, I, I don't I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, I think that I think you're kind of conflating plot and setting and, you know, setting needs to carry over from episode to episode yeah. or you have an anthology series. Um, th- certainly there are elements of setting and character that carry over from yeah. from episode to episode in Doctor Who and Star Trek. But in a plot level, I don't think that Doctor Who or Star Trek are, are serialized in any way. And so, you know, Star Trek is not serialized in a plot element level. They're not really carrying over plot threads from episode to episode. But they're not really doing that in Doctor Who either. They're just doing it in a different way. They're doing it over a four or six episode stint. But once that story is over and done with, they're not really bringing it up again. Maybe, well, I guess in stuff obliquely. like who Romana is, for example. Yeah, but I mean, that's like that's like any television show. No, no. I mean, that's like if you watch the third season of one random episode of the third season of the original series and you're like, who the fuck is Spock? You know, I mean, it's the same thing. So that's kind of what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, 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 there are things that you just need to have in a television show to have it have continuity. And if you don't have that, it's an anthology series. No, and that's fair. Again, I'm, I'm just based on... On, I, I find Star Trek is much more self-contained from episode to episode again in that uh, – again, I, I, I had the first few episodes. I still don't really have a – I couldn't give you an answer to who is Doctor Who. He's just a guy who's in the I, – I, I, but he I goes think... in adventures and has something, whereas I can tell you – Captain Kirk, he's a captain in the Starfleet. He's, you know... Yeah, but you also watched all 79 episodes of the original yeah. series. You watched four episodes of one serial of yes. Doctor Who. And that's That fair. was also uh, 16 years into the show's run. And no, and that is very... That's a big difference as yeah. well, I think. Well, then I get... But... And, and yeah, I can say the serial didn't grab me. I don't want to necessarily see more of that. Maybe a different one. If I'd seen Genesis of the Daleks, for example, I might have been more into it. If I'd seen a real classic one, I don't know. 
I don't know either. I mean, I, I have, like I said, I've seen a I few. Mean, and I did watch fine. a few of the new Doctor Who from the beginning of that, and it didn't click for me. I like it. I mean, I remember no, watching okay. it, and I actually like it a lot. I don't think you're a bad person for liking it. It's just I didn't like it. I feel attacked. Well, you should go into my TARDIS. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess we have to talk about Destiny of Dogs a little bit. Yeah, I I don't. Nothing really happens there. Well, Uh, it it, it, it feels like a circular plot where nothing happens, where nothing is resolved. I mean, Uh, I like everybody is sort of at the same place they were at the end of the serial that they were at the beginning. I, I don't like what is the point of any of this? Uh, yeah, uh, which which you could maybe they're trying to do something. So there's this. It turns out there's a war between these. They they, they look like they're supposed to be vaguely Egyptian. I guess maybe it's the eyeliner and and they have dreads. Yeah, dreads. It, it it looks. Yeah, they're they, called the Mavellans. I think. I guess there was some influence from that aesthetic, but and the Daleks, and they're both. It turns out robot people that. Which, I mean, we could probably go into the way that you say the doctor respects all life. He does. He has a little bit of disdain for robot people, though. But the Daleks aren't robots. Like, that's where it gets complicated. Okay, so yeah. What, what, because, like, Destiny of the Daleks, apparently, I mean, I looked this up on whatever the Doctor Who version of Memory yeah. Alpha is. And it's very controversial that the episode implies that the Daleks are robots in this serial because they're not robots. What are they? They're mutated little things that live inside the suits. So they're actually like cyborgs or whatever. So they actually do have a live part to them. I guess at this point they were sort of like changing the premise of the Daleks. I don't really know. I mean, I don't like the Daleks very much. I think that the Daleks. Well, yes, they're the most unpleasant villains I've ever seen. Oh my god! They're, I don't know if they were trying to make their voice really, 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 <laughs> really, 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 really annoying or what? Because like the octave of it is just at the right yeah setting to just oh go they're through horrible your ears and your bones. I mean, I don't like the Daleks. I, I they're ridiculous in this episode. I can't tell at all why anyone would be ever afraid of them (laughs) now certainly i've seen other dalek serials and i've seen um there's a really i just watched it last night actually they're the first dalek episode of the the new you know series of doctor who um from 2005 is is really good and makes the dalek actually appear to be really threatening so there is a way to do it um and certainly i'm not saying that the aesthetic of doctor who i don't appreciate because yeah. i do appreciate it it's very 60s and they never really changed the look of the daleks very much i mean there's a reason that they they look really fucking iconic like yeah the though even though it is cobbled together with whatever they had lying around their house it's they they did have some they had some people re- working really hard on the set design and the costuming and stuff even though they had no budget yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if you look at the Dalek um, uh, costumes or the Dalek props or whatever you call them yeah. in this episode, I mean, they're really beat up. Yeah. They don't look good. And the the Mavellan the, ship is ridiculous. Yeah, like, they, I, I was joking that, like, the couch that they have, they obviously dragged that from the studio lobby. Like, that was, you know. I mean, I don't even know if you noticed this, but, like, the Davros, the guy, apparently the guy who played 
Davros in the first appearance. I think this is supposed to be the second appearance of Davros. They use the same Dalek mask, but they had, or the same Davros mask, but they had a different guy play Davros. Okay, and so that's why it didn't really fit him. Uh, so like that's why like he didn't really like his mouth didn't move very well. Yeah, but 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 I don't know. This I mean, is a show that was like they were really really trying yeah. hard to use as much of their money as they could. I mean, it was like. But but again, they. You it, it's very clear that you had a team though. Even though again for the for the Mavellans, all they could afford was you know white spandex and some yarn. But they made they, you know they look very different from you know other stuff. Yeah, they do very they do look very different. I mean, I just the actual you know plot yeah. of destiny of the Daleks is you know I don't know what the point of it is, and and I guess yeah, there, I, and that was my. What was it about? What what was I supposed to get from that? Was I supposed to learn I something? Know. I don't know. I mean, at least Star Trek tries to have a little moral at the end. And is this is I found it very hard to follow. Like I didn't really understand what was going on. And I've, I've yeah, they're that, going from place to place just because a lot of that. Like I found that to be um, very like not even that. Just like the the, the dialogue was hard to follow. And like mm-hmm. the, the and I guess part of it is like the quality of of what they were filming yeah. is, is not great. But there is And when a Dalek or Davros is talking, the effects on the voice, for example, were had to be parsed. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's hard to do and they have a British accent too, so it's like put that on top of each thing and it's you're just like, what the hell is going yeah. on? But I think that that, you know, the the new Doctor Who is much more easy to follow than this one. And that's, I think, part of the reason why I've always had so much trouble getting into classic Doctor Who is that I just I don't know what's going on. And it's really, really hard. I mean, I think that there is a level to which people say, oh, just watch random ones, whatever doctor you like, whatever companion you like, whatever era of the show you like. And yeah, but how do I know what? That, that's yeah. the thing i don't know I, I, i've tried I, I you know i picked this one because it might as well be good good enough at places any but it turned out to be bad like you you i don't know i guess you can't but i mean to we've also talked about how do you get into star trek now your answer to me was to force me to watch every series from this um and i've you know post watching original series for example if i were to get somebody into star trek I wouldn't do it that way. I would say, okay, we'll watch this episode. Okay, let's watch this. I would hand – it's the kind of thing where I would hand pick it. Same with uh, Next Generation because I wouldn't say, oh, watch the first season, watch the second season and wait and hope it gets better. You know, it will by the third, but – Yeah, I mean our choice of doing that for Trek about was yeah. more just a through line than anything else. Oh, yeah. I mean I don't know that that's necessarily the best way to get into Star Trek. It certainly worked <laughs> in your case. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again. And, well, that's the other thing about Doctor Who, too, that's probably important to bring up is that um, you know there are just a significant number of episodes that are just completely missing. Yeah. Um, you know, they the BBC had a policy of, of uh, wiping uh, tapes um, after a certain amount of time, and they just – they're gone. You know, I think like yeah. most of the episodes of the second Doctor are just gone. Hmm. You know, we'll never see them. <gasps> I don't know what we're missing, really. But, mm. you know, and the first Doctor has a lot of episodes missing, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why I guess that's why it feels like Doctor Who. And, and you know, maybe it's different living in England. I don't know. But, yeah. but being in America, even now, it seems almost like impossible to get into Doctor Who. Yeah. I can't talk to anyone about it. I don't have any friends that are really into Doctor Who. I mean, I, I figured I, like for me. 
your and my instinct, I feel, would have been to start from the very beginning and fucking watch Doctor Who, but you know you can't do that. You certainly you could start with the two thousand five and watch that from the beginning, and I, I, I guess that would probably be good as good a place as any these days. That way, you learn to appreciate the style of it in a in a structure and a yeah. and and a filming method that frankly you can understand now and then you could go back to the 60s the 70s the 80s and you know with the world a little more in place kind of click to it i mean i will say that that i do there are charms to yeah. this one serial i mean i i'm starting to understand the character of the doctor a little bit mm. you know he's very irreverent he's not really concerned with things very much huh. Uh, you know, there's, there's one part, I think at the end of the first episode or the beginning of the second, where he gets trapped under some rubble and his companion runs off to get help. And he's just, he pulls a book out of his pocket and he's reading it and he's saying things like, Oh, wrong from the first line. Oh yeah. It's like the origins of the universe or something. Isn't he like, Oh, we should have asked someone who was there. Yeah. It's stuff like that where I can kind of see why people do like the show because it it is charming. And like I said, you know, I joke that yes, obviously they're using a toilet plant as the, as the gun but a toilet plunger and an egg beater but there's something really fucking charming about that the fact that they're using a toilet plunger and as an egg and an egg beater to make their props like they there is a very hey kids let's put on a show quality to it that i appreciate i think it's funny that there is that for britain's preeminent you know science fiction series though like again that's the Oh, I was surprised that you said, oh, this was a five o'clock on a weekday kind of a show because I Saturday, Saturday, whatever. Like, I don't know. I just thought it was I thought it was of the same production quality as Star Trek. No. Yeah, I didn't realize that. No, not at all. Not at all. Well, I mean, for I don't think the BBC really cared about Doctor yeah. Who for a long time, to be frank. And I mean, but again, even knowing that. Yes, there were problems. There were, you know, execs definitely trying to kill Star Trek when that was on. And yes, the sets had been built already, you know, when there was money for it by the third season. So it wasn't quite as, you know, much of a, you know, it wasn't like they were starting from scratch, but it still looks better. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't know how much we want to get into a conversation about the BBC, but I mean, the BBC is not commercial. And yeah. so that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, the BBC yeah. has a dedicated stream of funding from the TV license that everybody who, who owns a television in, in the UK has to pay. So, you know, that is how things work there. And yeah. I lived in England. I paid a TV license fee. I don't remember how much it was because it was, you know, 15 years ago, but it was, you know, not cheap. I think it was, mm. I don't know, a hundred pounds a year or something. Um, you know, so you 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 know calculate that by by you know how many TVs are yeah. in existence in, in Britain, and it's you know I think they get some other money from other places, but yeah, you know they do have this dedicated stream of funding, and so they're I mean certainly I think I've seen criticisms of the BBC that they're getting more commercial and they're you know operating more in an American sort of style and they're you know sort of canceling things because they're not getting good ratings and stuff as opposed to doing educational stuff or doing things that are yeah. sort of like culturally relevant or culturally. Uh, edifying that's a shame but they do have to worry about their bottom line though well they do have to worry about their bottom line and they have to make sure that their money is being used appropriately and so i think that that was one of the reasons why doctor who was on the air for so long because you know it was very popular in the 60s when it was first on they you know called it i think they called it dalek mania which is interesting they call it doctor mania um and the show just kept going on. And it's, yeah, I mean, I knew you were saying I wonder. They gave them a budget, and uh, they were able to make it, so that they just were like, "Here, go, go for it." Yeah, you were saying, you know, I wonder who was watching this series right now, and my answer was, well, it was obviously people who 
watched it when they were, you know, young in the 60s and now they have kids of their own. I mean, they're that's they're putting that in front and oh, it's Doctor Who. Right. Yeah, I think so. And and you know, the other thing too is you know, we're talking a lot about Doctor Who as a concept, which I think is probably appropriate. Yeah, but... that's kind of more what I was curious about if this the p- purpose of these podcasts is for us to learn something too. Yeah. But I, 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 the interesting thing about it too is that I think that that in a certain sense you could argue that that Doctor Who, you know, not that it has had a, a longer influence on culture, but you know, it certainly was on the air for a long time consistently, and, and Star Trek certainly wasn't, you know, and and so I think you really see the difference there between the yeah. two as well. I mean, maybe if Star Trek had been, uh, I mean, let's posit an alternate universe, yeah. America, where we had a, a you know an American broadcasting corporation that was not ABC, uh, but was actually you know a state funded. Yeah version of the bbc and star trek was on that or star trek was on pbs for example uh, yeah. no because pbs doesn't make its own stuff no. so um sorry I, we're getting into my like okay. career now Uh-oh. but yeah pbs doesn't make its own stuff it's actually starting to get into doing that finally huh. but it's not doing a very good job of it then where did they come from well, PB- outside partic- P- outside PBS for years i mean pbs only has been in existence since i think 68 and um they famously bought a lot of british stuff (laughs) but like sesame street so that's an outside production workshop that what company that licenses its stuff or whatever to Mm -hmm. pbs okay well okay yeah so it's because they they adopted a more um they adopted a more american version of this where production companies would make stuff and sell it to them Okay, but if you say okay, well, you know, Star Trek was made by by some sort of American version of the BBC, and you know, perhaps it had been made for a lot less money. Maybe it's still it would have been on the air for twenty years. Who the hell knows? Yeah, but I think there, you know, you do have to reckon with the fact that um, there is there was some sort of something about Doctor Who that kept on the air for you know three decades. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Star Trek's always been bigger and always, you know, I mean. There are no international blockbusters made from Doctor Who, are they? You know, Doctor Who didn't have a series of movies to it. It hasn't had... It actually did. Did it? Had a couple movies in the 60s that are not very good. Huh. But, and they also had different actors playing the Doctor. <laughs> well, but 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 again, that you know, then that only helps bolster my point. I mean, even Star Trek, the motion picture, you know, allowed, a, allowed sequels. Yeah, I think there were two Doctor Who movies, and they were basically like adaptations of the yeah. Doctor Who stuff. It wasn't really like based on Doctor I mean, it was based on Doctor Who, but it wasn't yeah. like part of Doctor Who. It was weird. The whole thing was weird. I don't really get it. Again, I mean, this was... Continuity, like, who knows? The limits of my knowledge from 10 years ago. But well, I mean, I guess... I, I don't know. I, I, I think this was instructive because yeah. you know, I had tried to get into Doctor Who a few years ago again, and I just couldn't do it. And... um I don't know. I this made me want to get back into it again. Okay, I'm going to watch the new one, and we'll see how far I get with it. I mean, it's I think it's in its ninth season or something. Okay. It's been wow. going for a while, and, and uh, I mean, as far as all indications go, it will probably continue for a long a while. It's still doing well, as far as yeah. I know. They're on their fourth Doctor, so you know, I, I kind of want to see and and see where it goes. Maybe I will slowly get into the older stuff. I don't know, but well, there is a gap in my knowledge there, and there's a real. I don't know. It's hard for me to yeah. get into. No. I, and again, for me, I've seen a couple episodes of the new and I saw this and I can say at this particular time, I do not wish to watch any more Doctor Who. That's fine. You don't have to. 
Mm. And the doctor would not force you to because he is the doctor. My boyfriend was really nervous that this was going to get me into Doctor Who. He's, he's just like, <laughs> one, one of the things we bonded over was a shared disdain for the franchise. And, and I totally admit it's the kind of thing where, like, I, I'm more annoyed by, like, really hardcore Doctor Who fans. Like, Mia the car is a TARDIS! Oy! Or, like, you know, it's bigger on the insider time. You are. Like, fuck that shit. Like, yeah, you know, memes internet it's so annoying so that was that's i have more experience with the internet-y licensed product crap version of doctor who which i know there is plenty of that in star trek obviously yeah but it's just not as english and i at the end of the day i just i don't like english you don't like english the people the language the culture it's just give me americanism any day so you're a racist well so are the english at this point i mean brexit <laughs> okay well before we get into politics let's <laughs> special uh well thank you very much for listening to this we we really do appreciate your ongoing support um, believe it or not, this is the uh, 12th patron special we've done. So we've we done have, it for a year? We have done this for a year. And uh, we look forward Whoa. to doing this for another year. And maybe a year after that, and maybe a year after that, and a year after that. Depending after on that. whether or not we get into one of Trump's camps. Sorry, talking about politics again. Speaking of a country being racist, but anyway. So uh, next month for January, we are going to do a patron special on LGBT representation in Star Trek. Okay. Um, we kind of touched on this a little bit when we talked about um, Rejoin from DS9, when we talked about uh, the Outcast from TNG, but... We've seen Profit and Lace since, so we have a lot more to talk about now. Yeah, that's... Ooh, that was <laughs> not good. Um, and also, you know, the revelation that, that Sulu is gay in Star Trek Beyond, um, the revelation that there will be a gay character in, in Star Trek Discovery if Star Trek Discovery actually ever gets made, <laughs> which I think it will be, but, you know, still it's up in the air. Uh, so that's what we're going to do next month. And um, we hope that you uh, download it, listen to it. And uh, again, thank you very much for your support. We really do appreciate it. Thank you. We love you. <laughs>